Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute. We're at the podcast that's analyzing the 1985 Disney classic Return to Oz one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we've got one more day of Nate. I am still here. Welcome back, Nate! You made it through a whole week of a Movies by Minutes podcast. It's been a long week, guys. What, what, do, you, <laughs> what do you think? Is this the way all movies should be consumed? Should be consumed? One minute at a time. Um, 15 minutes of discussion. It's certainly not efficient. <laughs> but I think that if you are obsessed with a movie and you just can't get enough content on that movie, this is a great way to kind of test your limits. <laughs> and admit it, you've learned a lot doing this. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Definitely have uncovered some... Um, Memories from the movie, but also had some exposure as an adult to some darker theories that weren't necessarily uh, with me as a kid. Yeah, it's, that's, that's fair. Um, I, I think we were all more optimistic as children, and now just with our, our updated adult worldviews, we're seeing how terrible some of the things are that are happening in this movie. Well, this isn't a terrible minute. <laughs> this is... Yeah, you like that? Uh, this is Minute 102, which starts with that bright light changing into clouds. So, I was right, called it. It ends with Toto searching for Dorothy. So, most of this minute... Actually, so this minute is Dorothy lying on the ground next to the river she fell into last we saw her in Kansas. And Toto to the rescue. (sighs) So, Ozma's... I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that Ozma had the power to kind of return Dorothy to Kansas in whatever circumstances she wanted, yet she chose to leave her dirty in a ditch next to a uh, ferociously flowing river. With the muddy grossness going by. and I mean, I mean to be fair, uh, one thing I hadn't noticed before, Feruza Bulk is not wearing shoes. Because she took off the ruby slippers and gave them to Ozma, so she's barefoot, which, if you've been following this podcast or have ever read trivia about Return to Oz, you know the actress hated wearing the shoes during the filming, so this is kind of her dream. <laughs> it's finally come true. Hmm. Um, I, when we first see her, we have a really close-up look of, I can't believe I started the sentence with I, a really close-up of her eye... And, I mean, everyone knows Feruza Balk's eyes are the coolest color, so it looks great in a little screen on my computer. How terrifying must that shot have looked on the big screen? Like, that must have been awful. That's a big eye. That is a huge eye. Could you imagine seeing this in theaters? Well, I did. Have you ever been to Jurassic Park when they're in the Explorer um, and you see the T-Rex eye in the driver's window? It would probably be something like that. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that, but... But, but this is just like a normal human. True. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I was just like, this is really cool. And then I thought about it, I'm like, this looks great. Like, what, four inches across? Is that what my screen is playing? I I couldn't imagine. But yeah, she's she's lying in the mud. You're right, actually. And did you this catch... Is total... 
But yes, sorry, go ahead. Did you catch Ozma's raven hiding in the tree spying on Dorothy? Um, I, I don't believe that's a raven, We're, but... I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not good with birds, so... It's, it's okay. We, we'll, we'll go Saruman using the birds to spy. That, mm-hmm. that covers all possibilities. <laughs> it's, it's looking right... I mean, why would you go out of your way to include that in, other than for ominous... Uh, dark reasons. Chekhov's raven. Uh-oh. You don't show a raven in the last minute of the movie if you're not going to show the raven reporting back to its evil owner. Oh mm. my god. Dear listeners, this is not the last minute of the movie. Um, but in case you couldn't guess, we're getting close because Dorothy Gale has returned to Kansas. She's muddy. She's got dirt on her face. She's lying barefoot and along the banks of a stream. It's not an auspicious homecoming. The first time she was returned to her bed with her loved ones gathered around, not so much this time. Well, maybe she landed somewhere else, and because this was pre-destruction, there were people in town, they picked her up, they carried her back to the house. <laughs> you know, this time... No we one just around. See that part because she wasn't conscious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she wakes up. Okay. But yeah, so she arrived in Kansas earlier, and then we we see her wake up. Okay. Okay. But maybe um, Glinda sort of transported her to a, a good, easy, safe, you know. Yeah. Spot, not in the middle of the woods, like maybe right next to Uncle Henry, and he's like, oh. Dorothy, yeah. I didn't see it, even though I've been looking. Or even, like, on the road right outside the gate of her house. Yeah. So the next time someone looks out the window, they're going to spot her. Something very easy to get her. I like that. Um, yeah. But, Not but like we get... Go ahead. Roll over the wrong way and you're sleeping. You're in the river. Yeah, she's really close. It's very disturbing. And we get to watch a little stick float in some mud to start this off. <laughs> that could have been Dorothy. Yeah, is that what that's trying to say with that shot? That's my interpretation. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so dark. Um, but my my faith in well, not humanity, and certainly not Ozma, but my faith is restored because we see Toto searching for Dorothy, and it's freaking adorable. Um, Toto is a male dog in the stories. Has always been portrayed by female dogs on screen, just because the girls rule, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it was funny because I was like, are Karen Terriers known as, like, trackers? Now, I know this dog is not a straight-up Karen Terrier like the original that played Toto in The Wizard of Oz was. But I went with that because Karen Terrier is what we know, air quotes, Toto to be. And I was like, I mean, I know they hunt vermin, but are they trackers i mean he's going along like he's a bloodhound but apparently karen terriers are known for having a great sense of smell for tracking and i learned something i believed my entire life is a total lie i had always thought that dogs could not track scent through water apparently according to reading a lot of things on the internet from reputable sources not like just crap Water doesn't prevent dogs from being able to smell a person. Wait. If it was, like, rushing, in theory, it could, like, get some of the scent off, but they can totally still, like, follow the scent. 
even if you've been in water and come out the other side, they'll just pick it up on the other side, and it's like nothing happened. Huh. So you mean all the movies and TV shows where the criminals or people trying to hide just go through a stream and then lose lose the, the tracers? That's that's just wrong. Yeah, that that's what I found when I started looking for like oh I I didn't cite my sources, which is my own fault. But um, dogs tracking sent through water. Live Google do 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 skeptics.com dog picked up the track again i don't know that i want to click on the website secretsofsurvival.com which has how to evade and escape tracking dogs i think i'm gonna go with a different one okay sar specialties how search and rescue dogs work that seems a lot more legit let's check that one um but it was one of those where when i was looking for it i came across it was like that's not right i know they they can't follow it through water so I was looking through a bunch of things, and it all was the same. This is scent trail. Water. Dog search for... Okay. Dog search for drowning victims by boat. When a body's underwater, skin particles and gases rise to the surface so dogs can smell a body even when it's completely immersed. Due to the movement of water currents, dogs can seldom pinpoint the exact location of the body, but they're going to get a estimate. So, the uh, and I think I had heard, like, oh, it's got to be, like, running water or something. But they were saying, basically, water doesn't, like, get rid of your scent. So, unless you, I guess unless you went into a river and then, like, swam a mile down river, maybe it would take them a while. But as soon as they find the air, you know, like, they're going to pick it up again. Yeah, I can buy that. Yeah. All right, as your scent effervesces to the side of the riverbank, they can track that. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to read ones that, um, like the little blurbs that come up on Google. Cause like, I'm not clicking on marijuanaforums.com or anything like that because I love my laptop and don't want to injure it. Uh, <laughs> why would someone on marijuana forums be trying to evade a search and rescue dog? No idea. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Okay, so dogs can track people. So apparently everything we know is a lie, basically. Everything you know is wrong. Yep. Black is white, up is down, short is long. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, technically it's not tracking if it's across the water. It's air scenting. Because it's like, oh, well, guess what doesn't change? Yeah, water doesn't stop search dogs in real life the way it does on TV. (laughs) Like, so I I said we were going to learn a lot from this podcast, and there we go. That's what I learned today. (laughs) You were right. God, it's uh, like the world is a lie, guys. <laughs> Return to Oz is a lie too. <laughs> what? This all really happened. <laughs> yeah, she returned to Oz. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We just saw it. <laughs> that's true. I can't really dispute that. <laughs> um. So that actually transitions perfectly to asking. Usually, we ask our guests. Oh, what's your history with the movie? Like, do you remember the first time you saw it? And I'm very curious to know if uh, you have any memory of that or if it all is just a blur of Mike making you watch this over and over again. No, um, I definitely can't. It was definitely early enough in life. I, I was one when the movie came out. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I saw it that year. But um, <laughs> I definitely saw it as a very young toddler, so I can't pinpoint, like, the exact memory of the first time 
watching it. But I do remember, you know, kind of being at home with Mike and reconstructing some of the props from the movie while we watched it. Um, mm-hmm. we, we would kind of build the sofa, actually. Um, that was, I think that was, that was kind of my vessel. I don't, I was on the little couch and I built it into the sofa. I don't remember what Mike was doing at the time. I think he was the, uh, um, oh, what's his name? The, 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 the deer hanging on the wall that talks moose. The gump? The, the gump. gump, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gump. sorry guys, that was really bad. But remember, I've only watched in the last 25 <laughs> years, like the three minutes that precede what we just talked about. So. The gump um, was the sofa. Yeah, the gump was. The, but no, 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 you, you know the scene I'm talking about in like that warehouse area where they, where they build, they build it into a vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just the gump. It was the gump. The gump was like the driver. Yeah. He's the head of the of the flying sofa. Who's the brake the brake man, Sanka? <laughs> um, yeah, so I definitely remember watching it at a really young age, and I also distinctly remember that like nobody else watched this movie. Whenever you ask any <laughs> other kids, "Hey, have you seen Return to Oz?" the answer was always no. Um, <laughs> and on the rare occasion that someone else had seen it, it was never we never thought it was weird. Until years later, we're like, huh, that movie was kind of off for being a children's movie, huh? Um, so I don't know. That's, that's kind of my take on the movie. Yeah. Now, did you also see this before Wizard of Oz? Were you, was, was that the same thing as Mike? Because it essentially makes Wizard of Oz a really weird prequel. I, I think so. I think that's accurate. I, if I had to guess a year on it, I would guess either like 86 or 87 for first year seeing um, Return to Oz. And then later for the old one. So did you end up getting into any of the Oz universe or was it just kind of like, yeah, that movie's on sometimes. That's fine. I like building the sofa. (laughs) Yeah, no, we had it on VHS and um, I'm pretty sure we taped through some great commercials too that we would always see when we, when we played it, but didn't really get into the rest of the Oz universe, just kind of replayed Return to Oz uh, over and over. I think like any time that you had 10 movies to choose from, Mike was the older brother, so he'd pick Return to Oz every one of those times. Aww. Now see, you guys needed to have the system my sister and I came up with, which was one sibling picked three movies that the other sibling then chose from. Hmm. That was our compromise. Awfully democratic. Yeah. That way, you neither could complain. Both of you had contributed to the choice. No, that's not really how our house worked. I mean, if we like, <laughs> if we appealed to the authorities upstairs, that would just be, oh, oh, Mike's, Mike's the older brother. Everything's his decision. So, Aww. this this is not an accurate reconstruction. There is there is no appeals court, no appellate court. Uh, no no justice was available. We'd get together like all the neighborhood kids, though. Like a few of we our did that a few times. We creeped out some some neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was just curious. And then uh, I, my other note that I had to ask you to make sure... I mean, we, we can talk about this a minute more if you guys want, but, I mean, th- that's literally all that happens in the minute. <laughs> yeah. In my defense, as I move on very quickly. Um, Mike had teased a little question we were going to have for you because there is quite a lot of controversy in this movie because... That's not how you rebuild a house that's been destroyed in a tornado, even though we saw the house in Wizard of Oz and it wasn't destroyed by the tornado. Wait. 
So we're we're flashing back right now to minute seven. Okay. So we have we'll we'll set the scene. If if, if, uh, if you're a little fuzzy, you can are go. You, are you going to ask me a, a question about the? Can, can I skip ahead or no? Do you want me to not spoil it? Because I think I know what you're going to ask me just by looking at it. Yeah, that's an outhouse. Uh, that was not what I was going to ask. No, we're, what we're going to ask is if if you were going to build a house. Now, the the proper way to do it is to build from 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 bottom to top on the right side of the house as you're facing it, and then go go over. Right? That's absolutely incorrect. <laughs> uh, I prefer to Thank build. You! First of all, I prefer to build from top to bottom. The first thing I build is the roof. <laughs> And I build down from there. I bet that goes great. Um, wait a second. So, are, in the end of The Wizard of Oz, yep. was the house completely destroyed or was just the left side of it destroyed? I It did not look destroyed at all. Because, I mean, if they're She's repairing the left side, bedroom. I can see it. But otherwise, looking at this imagery that Mike's showing me from, from minute seven here... Um, yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Like, the right side of the house is completely finished to the point where the siding and roofing are installed, the windows are in, and there's draperies on the other side of the windows. There's a fire in the fireplace coming out the top, yet the left side is down to the studs. Uh, they haven't even finished putting all the joists up on the roof. So, a little weird. I I propose the theory that... Uh, Aunt Em and Uncle Henry each got half the house to build, and it was a contest. And we find out that Uncle Henry broke his leg. You broke his leg, Aunt Em! And that's... So Aunt Em actually built the whole functioning right side of the house while Uncle Henry was recovering. That was awfully selfish of her. (laughs) I just love that idea that, like, that's why she's so bitter. Like, I'm done. I and built my have, half of the house. They Winter's have, coming. They have two bathrooms. One of them's one of them's her side. One of them's his side of the house. So he just has to use the outhouse until his bathroom's done. Where is this outhouse? What is going on? It's I don't remember. To the this. left of the house. It looks like they built a bulkhead too, out of wood. <laughs> oh my god! There is an outhouse there. Yeah, I, behind the bulkhead. I literally. I never noticed this. I never noticed the outhouse until just now, revisiting the minutes. Oh my god. That outhouse right looks... there. I mean, that's what it is. It looks old. It looks like it survived the tornado. Oh yeah, the rest God. looks new. Interesting that the outhouse survived, but the house did not. I was going to say that, but then Mike knows a quote from Twister about that. You don't want to say it? What? <laughs> we all uh, know it. <laughs> another cow? No, oh. precise tornado. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, it goes, you know, it, it hits your neighbor's house and the next house... And skips over another house, and it, then it comes for you. I really butchered that quote, but you get the yeah. gist. Yeah, it skipped yeah. the outhouse. Yeah, it skipped the outhouse, and then it, it it took it down. Took the house. Uh, yeah, no, we, we've determined there are no cows, let alone... Well, actually, no, we determined there weren't multiple cows. Same cow. Well, they all got... <laughs> um, didn't they? Didn't they oh, wait, I, I kind of remember cows kind of flying through the tornado. Or was that in Wizard of Oz? That's in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So yeah. the... Their cows were probably dropped off in Oz somewhere. Uh, who oh knows? Dorothy didn't even think to rescue them. Do you think Belina will find them and be like, hey, remember me? And then they can all be friends and have adventures in Oz together. They could make a little animal farm. That's, I love it. That's a very moving story. Hey. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think 
Belina wanted to find the cows, but they were so big she was just too chicken. Oh my god, there's two of them. Uh, What you mean is, now there are two of them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Um, Yeah, they're actually building a house across the street from me. So far, they've just taken down what was there. No tornadoes were involved. So I will keep an eye on it and keep people appraised, but... I've seen houses built before, and this isn't it. Well, who knows how they do things in Kansas. This was. That's true. I mean, Midwest must have different... Oh my god, they probably have totally different building codes. Because you know how the whole, like, where there are basements and not basements is a huge thing? Yeah. It changes throughout the country. Oh, man! Maybe I have just been an inward-thinking New Englander this whole time. Nope. That's still not how you build houses. Agreed. Sticking with it. <laughs> okay, we're now looking at minute 29 with the old house. It's an awesome the old, forest. like, intact house. Yeah. That's definitely not just half a house. No. It's not, right? Wait, that's your... not, but that's not Dorothy's house. That's her old house yep. from Oh, from yeah, the yeah, Wizard it was imported from, yeah. <laughs> it so, was imported. Imported. So this, yeah, 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 that's, so that other house was supposedly built from scratch just right to left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or left to right if you're standing in the doorway looking out. <laughs> yeah, I guess like uh, east to west since east is right and west is left at all times, right? That's not a thing. Wow. <laughs> it's a pretty awesome forest there, that scene in uh, episode 29. Yeah, I kinda think wanna... you're going to enjoy rewatching it. I kind of want to go, like, just look at that scene. How cool would it be if you were going through the woods and you came across that? That would be awesome. Oh, Mike, have you uh, told him about the abandoned amusement park? <laughs> oh, I know about some abandoned amusement parks. No, there actually is a, uh, a Wizard of Oz amusement park in North Carolina. There was. It went out of business. So now it's just abandoned. Road trip. You... <laughs> Wait, it was the entire amusement park was Return to Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Was there Return to Oz zone? No. We could build one. <laughs> so it is we'll it right way <laughs> it's a it's about as far west in north carolina as you can go okay so where no one goes yeah i wonder why their business failed it's next to a state forest or something or maybe it's slightly in the forest it's, yeah it's not in a high traffic area so it went out of business and now it's just abandoned and it's it looks kind of like this so it's like 300 miles west of south of the border northwest Sure. There's so many directions in that sentence. <laughs> yeah, probably more like... Yeah, never mind. Though you can buy memorabilia now. They sell hats and stuff. I think they're probably doing a killing. Did you get in... any, anything from eBay? I'm surprised you don't have some gear. I just cut off some lame joke you were going to make, didn't I? <laughs> what? No, there's no joke. No. I'm serious. They actually sell their memorabilia now. They're probably making more money than they did when the park was open. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, if, if you're listening to this, I really don't mean that. I think it was a great idea. Oh, yeah, I, I kind of criticize you guys, too. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you had thrown me on the board of directors, I would have picked a better location, so it is what it is. <laughs> Someone make the location, location, location joke so we can move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, I wanted some backup that this is not, we've come up with a few different ideas for why this house is being rebuilt this way. They're all bad. 
because that's not how you build houses. But it it's a Disney movie. It doesn't ruin the point of the movie unless you're going minute by minute. And like me, you cannot let this go. Yeah. I mean, I think we might have just made that part of this segment unlistenable, but <laughs> <laughs> that's to be determined. Yeah. We'll see. So if we still have any listeners out there, hi. Well, if you made it into the 102nd episode you, before dedicated. we went off the rails again on the house... <laughs> I mean, thank you very much for listening this far. If you're still listening to this apology of the explanation of why you listened this far, <laughs> like, that's sticking with it. There's, this is an you're incredible movie. It means so much to me. I'm glad people have listened to us talk about this movie for so long. This We're not done with it yet, but yep. oh, man. in an yeah, off-the-rails I... bizarre conversation about building right to left again, like, thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I also enjoyed our, uh, before we started recording, when uh, we had to prove to Nate, like, look, people listen to us. Yeah, there's there's uh, 57 the people, and I only know, like, four of them. Woo! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, I think the, exactly four. The, the movies by minutes phenomenon. Like, there's there's definitely lessons to, to take. It's like, it's like the long tail. There's... There is a niche market for things. People like movies, and you can, if you really are passionate about a movie, you can start a podcast. If there's, if whatever your return to Oz is, you could, you could start, uh, breaking it down minute by minute, or, you know, group of minutes by group of minutes, or day by day, if the movie is, you know, on multiple days. Like, you can, you can do whatever, you can do what you want, and you can, you can find people who are, just as interested in this one thing as you are. Mike, no one's as interested as you are. <laughs> He's our leader. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like the, the, the king of Return to Oz before the wizard came. Look out for girls in mirrors. <laughs> oh, boy. Oof. Oh, man. All right. Um, on, on this uplifting note... <laughs> We are going to say for all our listeners, again, if you've made it this far, you probably already know that you can find us by searching for Oz Minute on social media or by visiting returntoozminute.com. Or weogtogpog.com. And if this kind of thing is really speaking to you, look at uh, moviesbyminutes.com. It was started by Pete the Retailer, who helped create Star Wars Minute with Alex Robinson. And, you know, there's dozens of, there's literally dozens out there from Jurassic Park to Back to the Future to Ghostbusters to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Matrix, Indiana, oh, Indiana Jones. Do Cool Runnings yet? The Never Ending Story. There's not Cool Runnings yet. I think Nate has his project. (laughs) Someone's probably pondering it, though. Someone probably is. No, not me. <laughs> well, you know what? Whoever is pondering Cool Runnings, you'll have at least one listener. So there you go. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Time to get going. <laughs> hey, some people say, you know, you can't believe Cool Runnings. have got a podcast team. <laughs> I'll pay you a dollar to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to close out for this week, but come back 
Next week, we have gotten Dorothy back to Kansas, but it doesn't seem like her situation has improved that much. So hopefully we can reunite her and Toto very soon. Tune in on Monday to find out if that's true. It is. You know where this is going. All right. Weog. Teog. Teog. You have any more singing you want to do before I stop recording? No, ma. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to kiss my egg? <laughs>